Yes, Lord. Yes, we yes. We come here to give him honor, praise, and glory. Yes, Lord. For truly, God has been good to us. So good. So Amen. good. Amen. Amen. We're going to go ahead on and get started our devotion. Thank you, Lord. Service this morning here. And we ask that you all join in with us here. Thank you. Let us celebrate this marvelous day that the Lord has made for yes, us. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are climbing Jacob's ladder. We are Oh! 
service present aid. My calling to fulfill. Right now, yeah, right now, yeah, right now. We come this morning, Father, to give you thanks for the 
the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. The one that brings things back to our remembrance. Thank you. We ask now, Father, that you rain down your Holy Spirit upon us. Thank you. And help us, Lord God, on this Christian journey. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But we cannot make this journey by ourselves. Thank you. But we need you every step of the way. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, we come asking you to look down upon this congregation. Thank you, Lord. For somebody standing in need of your blessings. Thank you. Thank you. And we ask now, Father, that you just move throughout this congregation. Yes, yes, yes. Bless your people. Father. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you just bless them spiritually, physically, and financially, Father. Thank you. Thank Help them, Lord God, for we all stand in need of your blessings right now, Father. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you look down upon Pastor this morning, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Help him, Father. Give him a word that might be able to help somebody Thank you. on this Christian journey. Thank you. We pray, Lord, that you will bless his household this morning. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, you look down upon Rebel Jacobs, Father. Hold him in the hall of your hand. Lord, we just thank you right now, Father. We ask now, Father, that you bless the leadership of this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless all your leaders. Bless your people right now, Father. Thank you. Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. We have so much, Lord God, to be thankful for. Yes, Lord. Truly, you're an awesome God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for the creation. Thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you. Your wisdom. Thank you. Your mercy. Your grace. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. It is in the blessed name of our Son, Jesus, that we do pray. And we give thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. 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 Don't you let nobody
you around. Thank you, Lord. This is going to bring an end to our devotion of service, but not an end to our praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for each and every one of you. Good morning. We pray God blessings upon you. We now turn the remainder of the service over to the hands of the poor people. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord.
and join us in our doxology. Praise God from whom our blessings flow. Praise God from whom our blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above these heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the nations of the earth, reigneth not, neither is weary, there is no searching of his giving power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Amen. And we know that God's word is already blessed. Amen. 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 And we need special prayers at time now for our family and our altar prayer. We need special prayer moving up close to the altar. And if you got any special requests in your heart, you also stand right where you are and God still can meet you at your need. Amen. 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 God's still in the blessing business. The storehouse has yet to run out of our miracles. He's a miracle working God. Yes, he is. He's a way maker. He's a provider. Yes, Amen. Amen. Dr. James, I've been, I've been checking this God of ours out this week, and I found out that, you know what? He blessed me even when I don't know I need a blessing. Before I get know it's me, I need him coming my way. He's blessing me already anyway. And I thank God for that. I thank God that he is a way maker. I'm glad that he has created us. He's the only God that created us. He knows what we need before we need it. So guess what? You can pray this prayer with anticipation and expectation that God's going to be a break everything. All right. Amen. Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we say thank you. We say thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Father God, we come to you right now with many, many concerns. We got come to you with many, many perplexities and stresses of life. But Father God, you said that you are more than able to deliver us. And that's why we come to you right now. Before we ask you for anything, we ask that you would create us a clean heart and renew us the right spirit. Father God, know you know that we ask you for a fresh anointing, one for the from the sole of our feet to the crowns of our head. Father God, right now, you know the hearts of your people. Father God, you know the sincerity of their faith in you. We ask, so, Father God, that you just do what you say you would do. Move on their behalf. 
Make the crooked path straight. Father God, give them the strength to negotiate every obstacle in their way. And Father God, and when you have done that, and while you're working it out, we ask, oh God, that you would just give us the strength to endure. Give us a mindset to continue to hold on just a little while longer. Father God, somebody needs you for one thing and somebody needs you for another. But Father God, that's why we sit this side to side because we know there's power in agreement. Father God, right now, our enemies are surrounding us and they seek to devour our flesh. But Father God, you said when the enemy comes in on us like a flood, that you will raise a standard against him. So Father God, do what you said you would do. Fight our battle. Be a battle axe in the time of the battle. Father God, heal somebody's body right now. Somebody's body that's weak and, and, and frail and failing, Father. We ask that you have your healing power run through their bloodstream right now. Father God, not for our sake, but for your name's sake. So we can testify to the word of what a mighty God we still serve. What a mighty God that you still are. Have your way, Father God. You said in your word that we have, we, you, we, you have come so we have life and have it more abundantly. So Father God, bless right now like you said you were blessed. Be a balm in Gilead. Be a doctor in a sick room right now. Moved by your spirit. Father God, you said that all sickness are not unto death. So we ask right now that you would heal and do what you say you would do. Father God, right now, we're in the struggles of our life. Right now, these last evil days. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual witness, principalities in high places. Father God, we're putting on the whole armor. If we, if we, if we forgot a piece, Father God, help us to get it on, Father God. And once we have it on, Father God, we ask you to fight our battle for us. Father God, we need you to fight our battle. We need you to raise the standard right now. We need you to come against, Father God, every foul and malignant spirit that has risen up against your people that tries to distract in the hole right now. Put it at peace right now. Put your blood against it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said you will wipe all our tears away. You said that, Father God, we ask the Father God, where your people are crying and your spirit is grieved, remove the circumstance and situation, fix it right now, Jesus, like you said you would. Father God, we don't have to do it for our sake, but do it for your name's sake. Father God, we know you have not delivered us to leave us in this wilderness alone, this world alone. Have your way, Father God, and move by your spirit. And Father, if there's something that we forgot to say, if there's something we forgot to say, Father God, we ask you to allow your Holy Spirit to make intercession for us. I utter that we don't know how to utter. Father God, because you, you know who we need and where we need it. Father, give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of our mess. Pick your people's heads up. Father God, give them a little something to know that even though you have not answered yet, you have not denied anything. Father God, give us the strength and the mindset to keep on keeping on. Right now, in the name of Jesus, come to Jerusalem in your blood. Provide right now. Make a way right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just want to thank you. We won't wait till the storm has passed. We won't wait till the rain stops raining or the thunder stops rolling or the lightning stops flashing. We're going to thank you in the middle of this storm. 
thank you right now, Father. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for being there. And we give you honor, praise, and glory this morning. And all the love of the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. The chance to give your God a hand Oh, I feel like praising, praising Him.
has made. And I don't know about you, but I will rejoice and be glad in it. Sanctuary. And to those of you who are streaming live with us on Facebook, we say thank you for joining our worship services. We thank you this morning, Heavenly Father. We would like to remind you that this upcoming week, February the 5th through the 8th, Seaboard Missionary Baptist Association will be celebrating its 94th annual session at Greater Louisville Missionary Baptist Church in Miami Gardens. Reverend Ronnie Wallace is the pastor. And we are encouraging our members who will and can attend to please be present. We'd love to see your face. I will be giving my eighth and final <coughs> annual address under this current administration, and I would love to see my family and the audience. So I invite you on Wednesday, February the 7th at 6.30 p.m. to please join me. As I said, I would love to see your faces in the audience. Well, today we normally would have been celebrating January birthdays, but our birthday coordinator, Sister Angela Grace, worked the midnight shift at Northside Memorial Hospital, and she's extremely tired today. So she asked you to forgive her for not being with you today, but we will celebrate the birthdays on next Sunday, be it the Lord's will. And keep her in prayer as well. We're so happy to see in our midst today the furloughs. We did miss them last week and for the week that they were out. We extend our condolences to the family. And we are especially happy this morning to see Sister Rosalind Budget, who's on the choir today. Give God praise for her. The sister Budget has really gone through a whole lot. She's been so sick. She thought she wasn't going to make it. But she knows God is good. God is good. God is good. When the doctor said she wasn't going to make it, God says, you will live and you will know that. Praise his holy name. And we're just so happy to see her here, not only present, but wanting to come and sing on the choir today. So we are so thankful. We are so grateful to God for all the glory. We continue to pray for all of our sick and shut in and those who are grieving at this time. We extend again our condolences. And we just want you to continue to pray much one or another. God is so good. Yes, he is good, y'all. God is good. Do you realize what we're saying? God is good. Yes, he is good. Even in our darkest hours, when we think we're not going to make it, God is still good. Oh. We continue to ask you to pray for our pastor, Reverend Jenkins, our leadership, and pray much for one another. That we continue to do what thus says the Lord. And remember that love trumps everything. Yes, it does. So I have a little bit of good news for you today. And here's the good news. God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which
which he loved us. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Thank you, Lord. This good news comes to you from Ephesians 2, 4 and 5. The English Standard Translation. God bless you and his family has a into our hearings, going ourselves according to them. I don't need to repeat myself. I will repeat this. Uh, this is our last annual address under this, this administration. And it's important that we neutrals are be in the house. I know I'm going to be in the house. Uh -huh, I'm going to be there. And it's so important that I took off all day. So when I go to get there, I will not be looking tired. And she looked down at me, I'm, my eyes will be wide open. Be happy and excited because I get excited when I see one of all. Let's get up. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I am. I will be there, Dr. Jenkins, in the house to the, for the banquet and for the appreciation and for that, that night. I'll be there. I'll be happy. I expect that y'all will join me there as we have a good time in the Lord. Amen. 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 We want to thank God for blessing our sick and our shut in. He is a good God. He's a deliverer. He's a healing God. Amen? Amen. Amen. I thank God that she has, has restored and healed Sister Budget and brought her back to us. Amen. 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 It's so good. You know, it's one thing we call a person and, and you check on them and they are they're ill and under the weather. Then we call them and the voice, the voice and completely changes. But I want you to know that every time I have called her, she never had, it was never, I never had to encourage her about her faith. She had her faith. Amen. 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 She had her faith. I had to pass and had to work on that part. All I had to do was listen to her preach to the choir, which is me. That's what God's going to do. I know what they said, but I know what it's going to be like. You had a father, sister. Somebody told me her sister. Uh, yeah, that's another one over there. Some people get on the phone with sister Mother Tom. She can't get off the phone with her. They just they be having a good time on the phone. Amen. And I thank God for that because sometimes pastor we need to hear that too. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 It's a blessing. It's a blessing. I'm so glad to see each and every one of you this morning. I thank God we have the music that here with us. He's just it's the first time he's here. Amen. Brother, Brother Kevin Davis. Amen. 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 Mark Christopher. Brother well, Awesome Doctor Danielle White is the pastor. Um, the mission that we had was not able to be here, and at that last minute, Dr. White provided him, and, and, and Brother Davis came here with, with bells on. He was ready to come. He was ready to come. Thank God for his, his readiness, his willingness. Uh, Dr. James, what I liked about him, he said, I said, you all right, my brother? Because he had, he had to come from Pompano. Deerfield. That's Deerfield, huh? But Dr. Jenkins, uh, he, he said, of course I'm coming. My pastor say so, I'm coming. Amen. <laughs> Heart of a servant. That's right. Amen. Amen. Thank God for that. God will continue to bless you, my brother. Continue to bless you. You keep that attitude. Amen. Amen. We don't have any business in the house today. I'm so glad to see everyone that is here. 
and we just thank God for you today. Amen? Amen. God is a good God. Yes, he is. It's offering time. The Bible says, bring us tithes in the storehouse. God has said, we give him back a tenth that he, he has blessed us with. We can't be God given, can we? And we know that he will provide for us. He will make a way for us. We, he just wants our obedience and doing what he has asked us to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. He said he will rebuke the devour for our sakes. And I'm so happy about that because we know that the devil wants to destroy that which God has blessed us with. And we don't have to worry about that. And we just be obedient to God in every other area of our life. Amen? Amen. He will make a way out of no way. We're going to bless this offering in advance. And that God bless you as you bring the offering into this time of storehouse. Let us pray. Lord of God, I excellence your name in all the earth. Father, can we take this time around and thank you right now for what you have blessed us with. Even more than the more better to us than we've been to ourselves. You've been so mindful of us. So we ask as your people come faithfully right now to give back to you that which you have blessed them with. We ask you bless your people. Father, God, return unto them, but they have given to you sevenfold. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Enlarged in territory. Come against the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people. Father God, right now, let the spirit of prosperity and success breathe in the lives of people. You said we are you are coming to us life and we have life more abundantly because of you. We thank you for that. Bless this offering, Father God. Let this offering be used for the betterment and upbuilding in your kingdom. When given days are over down there, here, sell us a place anywhere your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all the love of the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. Church stand and come from the back.
that does not condone sin, but is willing to forgive, willing to transform, willing to build up and give us a greater revelation as we study your word and practice in accordance with your will and your purpose. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for another day on this journey. We pray that you would guide and teach us as we go. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the new Jerusalem Baptist Church, which we thank you that you've enabled us to be a part of your divine kingdom, your universal church. Thank you for the shepherd that you placed here. Thank you for enabling us to hear the word and to practice the word. Help us, O oh Lord, to be more committed to your cause and your purpose that we might just be more relevant not only here in New Jerusalem but in the community around about. We have so much to be thankful for for you have opened the windows of heaven and you have poured out blessings and we don't have the room enough to receive it. Oh bless your holy name. Keep us and guide us Lead us to that way of everlasting. Help us right now, oh God, by you touching our ears and our mouths and our hearts that we might hear your word and that hearing your word, we might respond to it in a positive way. Continue to anoint our shepherd afresh. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, 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 oh,
men at the entering in of the gate and they said one to another why sit we here until we die if we say we will enter into the city 
then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we die also. Now therefore come, and let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel had hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore, talking about the Syrians, they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And when these lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried then silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried thence also went and hid it. Then they said one to another, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings and we hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore, come that we may go and tell the king's household. So they came and called unto the porter of the city, and they told them, saying, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no man there, neither voice of man, but horses tied, asses tied, and the tents as they were. And he called the porters, and they told it to the king's house within. And we know God's word is already blessed. I'd like to speak to you and teach you this for a short while this morning as you take your seats in the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> what a tag on this text, Deacon Cook. Mm -hmm. Delighted, decisive, and determined. All right. Delighted, decisive, and determined. The leper said, we do not well. With all that we are blessed with, we should be delighted, decisive, and determined. Early in 2 Kings, Dr. James, Elisha has caused an axe head to swim. The school of the prophets is being built, and these men are out felling trees. And one man lays his axe to a tree, and when he swings the axe, the iron head of the axe falls in the water. And Elisha is called upon because the axe head was borrowed. Elisha takes a stick, a piece of wood, and puts it in the water. And the axe head that's made of iron swims to the top. And they recognize then that Elisha, like Elijah before him, is a miracle worker. And here again is another situation. 
that there is now famine in the land. All right. And the king who is causing some problems for his own people is being told by the prophet Elisha that things are going to turn around. But you're not going to be a part of it, king. All right. Because brothers and sisters, when you are disobedient, when you are stubborn and obstinate, God has a way of showing you that you are no match for him. Right. I wish I could stay right there. All right. But just let me throw this in there parenthetically to you. God has until this morning to be his match. You can't stand in opposition to what God wants to accomplish. And God can use anybody to demonstrate that he sometimes scrapes the bottom of the barrel to get the dreads of society to do his will. It is right here in the text. There's a famine in all Samaria. Read the entire text on your quiet time at home. These women in, in, in this place are about to eat their own children. Two women have decided that today they are going to eat one of their children. And that tomorrow they're going to eat the other one. The other child they're going to eat. And, and one woman hides her son. And they tell the king about it. And he's in sackcloth and ashes. And he says to them, if God does not help you, what do you want me to do about your situation? And now there are four leprous men. They just appear in the text out of nowhere, Dr. James, but we don't know their name. We don't know where they come from. We know that there are leprous men right. on the outside of the city, right. starving like everybody else in the city. They are in the outskirts because that's where lepers hung out. They hung out on the margins, on the edge, on the sidelines. Because they were ceremonially unclean. Uh -huh. To their families, they were considered dead. Their families had already had their funerals for them. Because they could never come back into proper society. They were unclean. They were dead. And all for all intents and purposes, forgotten. And here they are on the outskirts of the city of Samaria. And they are deciding amongst themselves... Death is upon us. Right. So there might be a chance if we go into the camp. All right. Why sit here and die? Mm -hmm. if, and if we go into the camp, they're going to kill us. And we sit out here, we're going to die. So let's just take our chances and throw ourselves on the mercy of the Syrians. Mm -hmm. If they kill us, we we're going to die anyway. So let us just go. And see what end that end is going to be. All right. Now. There are what I want to call, what Pastor calls, in the waiting room near the medicine. Yes. <laughs> in the waiting room and the medicine in the next room. And so they decide to take a chance. Let's not be foolish enough to die in the waiting room, y'all, if the medicine is in the next room. Let's not be silly enough to die at church when there's a whole lot of mercy given by God available. If we go there, they're going to kill us perhaps. If we stay out here, they're going to die anyway. So six on one hand, half a dozen on the other, we'll never know until we go in and try. 
And brothers and sisters, I has I has it the hunch that many of us who are believers give up on God's grace too soon. Grace can be around the next corner. Grace and miracle can be in the next 24 hours. But you walk away from God because he hasn't answered you yet. Because God delays does not mean God denies. There are times when God wants to test your faith to see if you have strength enough just to go one more step. Can I get a witness here? All it may take is one more try, one more prayer, one more shout, one more hands raised up, one more week, one more month, one more year, one more opportunity to watch God work in your life. And you start short of God's blessing because you give up on grace too soon. These men on the outskirts of a camp, and they said, if we go in there, we take a chance on getting killed. But if we stay out here, we're going to die anyway. So let's go in there and perhaps, perhaps God will show us some mercy. Can I get a witness here? I'm trying to preach you this morning to be delighted, decisive, and determined. Brother says, I thank God for serendipitous grace. Serendipitous grace, Warren. What that is, that's good stuff happening for me. That I'm not even looking for. Yeah, yeah. Come on, the early church's father, Father Augustine of Hippo, calls it preeminent grace. Preeminent grace. That's God preparing a way for us. Y'all with me? Y'all ain't with me? Before you know, you'll need a way to be prepared. If you tell the truth, most of the blessings that we enjoy come when we didn't even know we needed the blessing. You didn't know that you were going to be laid or laid, getting laid off, or they were to start laying off on your job, and you would be able to keep yours. God knew that you had a responsibility and had to take care of something, and He made a way before you knew a way needed to be made. Can I get a witness here? I'm a living witness. That's why I shout about Sister Pearl. I what I I know about, and I shout what I don't know about. Because I don't know what could have happened to me while I was sleeping last night. But God protected me. He had angels watching over me. And I praise him for that. This story teaches us that when God is getting ready to hook you up, to bless you, it doesn't matter what's your social condition. Watch me, Mother Tommy. Watch that. It doesn't matter what your physical plight. If you put yourself in God's way, God will open a door for you and make a way. When you need it the most. It's right here in the text. I'm right in the text. They come up to the camp. The Syrian army is a serious foe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have no defenses. Because the Syrians have just taken over. The entire city is starving. Women are eating their own children. The situation is desperate at best. And these four leprous men come to the edge of the Syrian camp with no hope at all. That they're going to live. But they say, let's just fall on the Syrian host. And we can't know what will happen until we try. Are y'all with me? And when they get to the camp, watch God. God's preeminent grace has already gone before them. Look 
how God delivers them. God is a mighty God. God is an awesome God. God can do some strange and miraculous things to deliver you in your moment of crisis. God does not kill anybody. He sends a noise. He sends a noise to make it sound like an army is approaching. And the noise is so loud and terrifying that the mighty Syrians run from the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the story. That's it. Let me see if I can make that, make that clear to us. Nobody drops dead. Nobody shot. Nobody stabbed. Nobody dies from the attack of the sword. They just hear noise and they flee. Yeah. I'm going somewhere with this. Uh -huh. I think I need to say that one more time. They hear noise and the enemy flees. When you make a joyful noise, I know you don't want to go to your job tomorrow because you got a supervisor from hell or you got a co-worker from hell. Make a joyful noise up in hell. Your enemies have to flee. God don't have to get rid of your supervisor or get rid of their enemy. That's in your life trying to stop you. God can make them think it's so bad. That they're trying to trap you. Yes. And that this gave dog for you. God will have them fall in the ditch. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He'll make your enemies your footstool. Yes. But you have to hear and know that there's a noise that the devil makes, Dr. Jenkins. Yes. And there's a noise that the believer makes. And that's there's two different sounds, Brother Thomas. There's a difference in the sound. Let me help y'all out with this thing. There's two different sounds of noise. There's a whole lot of stuff that is orchestrated, managed, and put on. Let's give God a hand of praise. Uh, let's hide five, five, six people. Jump around on one leg. God does not want any crazy praise. He don't have to have no crazy praise. God wants reasonable and intelligent praise that comes from knowing what he has already done. God wants reasonable and intelligent prayer. Sister Budget, you can give God an intelligent and reasonable prayer because you know what he's done. It really does not matter what he's getting ready to do because guess what? If you look back over your life, God has done so much. He don't have to do not one other single thing else. He's done enough. And when you testify to what he's already done, that noise that comes, that's a type of noise that comes from a heart that's full of joy. Yes. Gotta be the right noise. Yeah. Now, if you let people in the church do it, they will intimidate you about how you should praise God. Yes. If you listen to them, they will say, that's old-fashioned. Can I get a witness here? That's out of style, Dr. Jenny. That is out of date. It's, you don't, it don't take all of that no more. But guess what? They're looking for churches where the preacher, uh, uh, Brother Kevin Davis, they're looking for preachers that, that's quiet and sedate and, and, and present a nice little motivational message on Sunday morning. So guess what? Don't join New Jerusalem. Because I'm not quiet in my preaching and my presentation. And there are some people here who are not quiet in their praises. You might not want to. You might want to go somewhere. But you might want to go somewhere. You might want to go across the street where they are quiet or, or, or sedate. But you can sleep through an entire worship service. 
church where the praise is passionate and the word of God is powerful. But I don't let you know something. I labored, Brother Thomas, over this message all night. No, I did not sleep, and that's just the way God got me. I labored over it. Can I give you an insight on what I'm talking about? Let me give you an insight into the spiritual birth process. Because see, once I labor, it's like I'm pregnant and I'm trying to push out something. Y'all ain't feeling it. That's why when some of y'all call me, Sister Feeling, they call me, you ain't getting it. Because if I answer the phone just by chance, you might cause me to have a miscarriage. Because if someone dies in your house, I can't help you now anyway. You can wait till after church to tell me about that. I ain't trying. Now, Dr. Jenkins can get a hold of me because he's like a midwife. And he's been through this thing for 44 years. So he won't make me miscarry, but he'll tell me when the brain slow down. Don't push it, Pastor. Wait till you get the church. You got to understand. I ain't trying to be quiet in my presentation. I intend this morning to give God my best shout, my best hallelujah, because there's a noise that he likes to hear. And a message that needs to be delivered. And when God gets ready to confound your enemy, that's a terrifying noise that the mighty searing host heard that made them flee. And they say, God, this noise that we hear, it's, it's, it's like the noise of chariots. The king of Israel must have talked to the king of the Hittites and talked to the king of the Egyptians to come against us. And they were so afraid, they left their horses and their chariots. Their horses, their gold, their silver, their clothes, and their food. And these four leprous men come on all of that by God's preeminent grace. I told you what that was, right? And when they get there, they are delighted. Food, clothes, gold, silver, horses, chariots, weapons, everything we could ever desire is right here by God's grace. We didn't work for it. We did not ask for it. We were not looking for it. God is a provider. Y'all ain't hear me. God is a provider. I'm delighted because I don't deserve it. Now, maybe some of you have been holier than I have. I said, maybe some of you have been holier than I've been. And the stuff you got, you deserve. But I haven't been holy. I haven't kept all the Lord's commandments all my life, Deacon Cook. I wish I had a witness here. Because if you knew some of the things in my background, I should have been dead sleeping in my grave. Somebody else here is one who's got enough stuff that God has against you right now that you're supposed to be in the penitentiary. If you had been caught, you would have been killed. You would have been jailed. You would have been put under the penitentiary. But God has been so good to you. His love has covered a multitude of your faults. Y'all ain't y'all gotta talk back to me. And y'all even you're not even here this morning because you are dressed so well. His grace, his grace is sufficient for us. His mercy just poured out on us. And I'm delighted. Stop crying about.
about what you have and you don't have. Stop throwing pity parties for yourself. Stop turning yourself into a martyr. Talking about bad things. bad. Things are bad. Uh, you just don't know how bad things are. I'm just making it from a week to a week. Pray for me. You don't know how bad things are. It could be so much worse though. Some people got up this morning, but they could not get up. They couldn't walk. They couldn't move. They couldn't feed themselves. Nobody had to dress you this morning. Nobody had to comb your hair this morning. Nobody had to brush your teeth with you this morning. You can drive yourself or walk yourself to You are clothing in your right mind. But what for that? You should be delighted. I'm not done yet. It's getting good to me right now. But in their life, they have a dilemma. And the dilemma for them is the dilemma for us. They say, we are not doing right. Our brothers and sisters are in the city starving. And here we got more than we can handle. And we are not delighted, decisive, and being determined. The poor are hungry and we hold our peace, New Jerusalem. Sinners on there where the hell, New Jerusalem, and we hold our peace. And we are not delighted, decisive, and determined. Our communities need our help and we are not delighted, decisive, and determined. The scripture says they took the goods and they hid it. And that's unfortunately what we do. We hoard and collect goods that we are not going to ever use again. Say it. Oh, I'm gonna go there with y'all. Yeah. The mission department shouldn't have to beg us for support. The clothing pantry shouldn't have to beg us for support. You're not gonna get back in those clothes anyhow. See how quiet y'all got right now? I'm gonna go there and you'll see. You're not gonna get in that size 10 no more. Let it go. That's gone. It's over. Those days are over. Let it go. Yeah, people need that size 10. That we throw away. How dare you hold your peace and not be delighted, decisive, and determined? When somebody needs clothes, when somebody needs shoes, when somebody needs medicine, when somebody needs a good word of encouragement, how can you, a Christian, hold your peace? They say, We're not doing right, brothers. Our brothers and sisters are in the city starving. Watch me now, watch me now. And we have stuff to throw away. They're delighted because of what God has done for them. But what God has done for them is push them into a dilemma. Yes, yes. Why? And that dilemma that they are now requires a decision for them to be decisive. They say, we're going to go back to the city. What? And tell them what God has done. My brothers and sisters, they can't go back to the city. You remember what happened to them? Because they have been put out. Yes, uh -huh. yes. They are lepers. Yes. Their families have already had their funerals. They are considered dead. But God's been too good to them. Yes. And if they go back to the city, they take a chance on being stoned. Because you can't come within a certain amount of feet with somebody with leprosy without a leper shouting, unclean. Unclean, but God's been too good to them. Yes. Can I get a witness here? Yes. 
Where am I going with this, Sister Pearl? Because God has been so good to them, when God, when God has made a way for that, and when God has made a way for you, you don't care about tradition. You don't care about customs. You don't care nothing about social mores. You just take a chance on telling the good news. It's right here in the text. They decided to get up from where they are with clothes that they didn't buy, food that they did not work for, and silver and gold that they didn't earn, and they go to the outskirts of the city and start shouting what God has done. <laughs> That's the message. I'm through. There are some people in, the, in here today, under the sound of my voice online, who are delighted, decisive, and determined. About how good God has been to you and me. For the Lord's goodness, He put me in a dilemma. Got to go back and talk to some people. Uh oh. Got to go back and talk to some people, Sister Amy, who knew me when. Back when. Somebody, somebody going to get it here in a minute. They knew you when you were still on the streets. They knew you when you still was smoking weed and snorting some coke. They knew you when you still was getting drunk on Brass Monkey and MD 2020. Can I get a witness up in here? Now you're in church talking about the goodness of the Lord. Can I get a witness? Well, maybe the reason some of y'all can't tell them because y'all still doing the same thing. I need somebody who's been delivered. Somebody who has been set free from the hands of the enemy. That God, that I need somebody that God is so good to you that you decide if nobody else wants to shout, if nobody else wants to give some praise, if nobody else wants to open their mouths, if nobody else wants to testify, I surely will. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. last night. When God has delivered you, when God has just given you blessing that you didn't even expect, you're not looking for nobody to tell you praise the Lord. You don't need no coaching. You don't need no crowding. You don't need anybody jump-starting you. It doesn't have to even be Sunday. You don't even have to be in New Jerusalem like God is done. You can be sitting in your den, riding in your car, sitting in your backyard, and you start what God did for you before you knew you even needed it done. I can't take it. That's all the things work. You know why I'm so decisive? Determined? And delighted? Here we go. Because the Bible tells me that all things work together for good. Oh! 
That in the council of young God, nor stand in the, in, in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But it's the light, y'all to get the preachers there, is in the law of the Lord. And that law, Mother Thomas, does he meditate on it day and night. And as a result of that meditation, he shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water, and that brings forth fruit in its season, its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. He, y'all ain't hearing me, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Our self, Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, but God in him. When I put my trust, Lord, I ain't done yet. I waited patiently upon him, Deacon. And he inclined. He heard my, and he had an ear to what I said. He took my feet out of the rock in the miry clay and established them on a rock to stay. I will lift up my eyes, Sister Jenkins, from whence comes my help. Where does my help come from? The Lord. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven. And in that earth, he will not suffer my foot. Uh, uh, he will not suffer my foot to be moved. Behold, he that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is his shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day or nor the moon by night. For the Lord shall preserve me from all evil, y'all. He shall preserve my goings in and my comings out. Y'all ain't heaven from this time forth and forevermore. The Lord, Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Are y'all ain't hearing me? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat my flesh, they stumble and they fell. The wars rise against me, y'all. In this will I be confident. One thing, one thing didn't cook. I desire of the Lord that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Here it is. I'm going to get out Here it is, Dr. Jenkins. For in the time of trouble, In the time of trouble, yeah. he will hide me. Yeah. He will give me perfect peace. Also. Yeah. If I just keep my mind stayed on him, he will open doors for you, new Jerusalem. He'll make a way out of nowhere for you. You know what you need to know how to get delighted, decisive, and determined. He will never let you falter. He will never leave you. Just to you. 
I'm preaching to myself. Because every now and again, guess what? You feel like throwing in the towel. Every now and again, you feel like, why go on any further? You said you would do this. You said you would do that. But it seems like the wicked seem to prosper and the righteous seem to fall by the sky. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up the wings of eagle. They will not fall to They will not fail. Wait, New Jerusalem. Wait, I sell the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait.
love all hospital, but the day you thank you, it's your first time being able to play with everybody. You feel good, just so we thank God for your service. I'll be sure to tell your pastor, Dr. White, I'm not to call him because he will call me. And then you know I want to be how what, what, a, what, a, what a special person Dr. White is. Yes, he is. He is the real deal. Yes, he is real. Y'all know that, right? I thank God for him. Okay? We thank God for you, brother. Thank God for each one of you and God's people. We're ready to go for our hearts and minds already. This is week. Do we have a mission meeting this week? Not this week, okay. Alright. Alright, our hearts and minds are ready. We're ready to go. Now and forevermore. And let the church say, God.